0: So um, I, I had emailed Alex, Steve had reached out per usual and said hey we'd like to have the state of the city again uh, this year, which I know is like a long-standing tradition for Rotary to have. So first of all, glad to continue that tradition. And I told Alex, I said well, Krista and I have been working on this speech and it's getting kind of long. And uh, I said so we need time for Q&A because that's where we typically uh, have the most fun and we get to learn. So. A um, couple things. One, we're uh, scooting the meeting a little bit, so I appreciate that. Please you know, feel free to get up and get whatever you'd like. Continue to uh, enjoy lunch, because I know we've kind of shortened time on that. But I want to be sure we've got time for Q&A at the end. And I guess the reason the speech quote unquote got kind of long is we've been doing a lot of good stuff um, as a community over the last year. And Chris and I have a lot of fun, or I have a lot of fun, um, going back through the year and sort of picking out the things that we want to highlight. And so uh, once again, I'm honored to be back um, with Rotary for the 2023 uh, State of the City. And this is number three. So if you recall the first year, we don't do a State of the City, we kind of do um, a a joint informational session, I guess you could call it, and we laid out the 100-day plan. So this is number three, and our team has been really busy and has worked uh, tirelessly over the last year to serve our residents and have met many milestones and achievements and accomplishments. And I'm excited to stand before you today um, to share just a few of those and what we've done to really lead us to the point of what everybody, it hopes is the statement every year that the state of our city is strong. And we've got a great team to do that. That's what we're gonna run through today, but we're gonna start with uh, probably the most important part is the state of our finances as a city, which is also strong. And we stayed on budget and into 2022 in a great financial position. And under the leadership of City Clerk Treasurer, Amy Borns, who is with me today as well, has continued to be good stewards of funds. Um, We've exceeded projections. We've worked with our financial advisors to ensure a long-term fiscal health plan. And her office has worked diligently and, effortlessly, uh, sometimes it looks like, to modernize our office, and it has allowed our departments to continue to work together and to make sure that the city is running full steam ahead. And under her leadership, we've transitioned to Civic Systems, which is a new state-of-the-art system that allows us to expand and be more transparent in real time with our department heads, which has really brought the clerk's office into 2023. Her office has also led the transition from paper timesheets to digital timesheets, which allows our city employees to interact um, quicker and and more openly with her office. This also allows us to do it in a more efficient and effective manner. And in collaboration with the clerk treasurer's office, we've continued to work on our employee benefits um, to make sure that our employees have what we need in these changing times. Amy and her team have continuously worked to ensure the financial success of the city and with strong finances from 2020 and well-planned investments, all of our departments can continue to focus on providing our residents with the best service possible and that we can continue to pursue investments in all of the other areas of our community. And so let's get started. Um, It's been a busy year for all of our departments. Uh, We're gonna start with public safety. So Greensburg Police and Greensburg Fire both had busy years and are working to engage with our community and they've logged thousands of training hours, work day and night to keep our community safe. And the Greensburg Police Department last year answered thousands of calls for service, but we've seen a considerable decrease in crime, which is a trend that we've seen for a couple of years in a row now. And this reduction in crime and is because we've taken a more active role. Um, Chief McNeely and I have really put a commitment to have an engaged, active, Funded and present um, police force, and I think we've done that. GPD patrolled over 250,000 miles last year um, in 2022 alone, logged more than 2,000 citizen engagements through our community events, and GPD continues to be a leader in law enforcement by hosting and bringing nationally rated programming and training for law enforcement to Greensburg. They're bringing agencies from across our region and state Um, to train right here in our community through these programs and they've really done a fantastic job of being great stewards of our community. They've also added a few new faces, uh, two to be, uh, I think two, maybe three, in the last year and we're happy to welcome them to the team um, to be a part of GPD going forward. The fire department has also evolved. We've had four promotions and four new hires and they've logged uh, thousands of hours in training and leadership physical readiness, mental health, and much, much more. And our firefighters also increased their EMS response capability this year to include a <clears throat> advanced life support for a non-transport agency. And then that way we're able to be of more assistance as those first responders on the scene. GFD's also secured funding, and I spoke to this uh, organization last year about this, secured funding for a new headquarters and station one which is to be located on North Broadway near the bypass. We're very, very excited about this project and that it will be a new home for our department for the first time in about 50 years. So it's a, it's a great piece that we're excited to have, the safety features, the space, the training rooms, and all of this allows our department to continue to grow. But really one of the things, and if you recall we talked about this, one of the things we're most uh, excited about is the separation between the apparatus bay and the living space. This allows for a more healthy living environment. It also allows us to prevent toxins from spreading from the living environment into, or from the bay into the living environment. And then we're also gonna have space for men and women firefighters um, to join our department. We're also gonna give them dedicated training space, both inside and outside. And the new station is going to improve that quality of work life and will be a part of our retention and recruitment strategy for firefighters going forward. In addition to that, they've added a more robust emergency drone response team and they've logged thousands of encounters with our public throughout the year. They continue to work with GPD in my office to host the community community public safety night outs, which I know many of you have attended. And uh, speaking of that, they're actually gonna be back in 2023 Um, We'll be sending out the postcard that's got the the times, the locations, the addresses. As you may know, we move them around the city each year to be in different neighborhoods, and they have been just a phenomenal success. They're one of my favorite parts of the year um, that we participate in, and and we're just continuing to build that relationship. So be on the lookout for that. Now, switching gears uh, quite a bit, we're going to switch over to the utilities. Our wastewater plant, water treatment plant, and utility offices have also had big 2022s. The Wastewater Plant um, has worked together to advance progress of personnel cross-training, ensuring that staff is able to do multiple jobs at the plant. We've also had the successful submission of our 2022 state and federal regulatory reporting, and then we've also been able to eliminate all of our polymer usage in the VLR. Most people don't know what that is, and I nod and thumbs up. Um, but But the really important part of that is the chemical usage reduction is a huge accomplishment not only in our advancement of environmental um, production and improvement, but it also reduces our operating cost. So we've been very excited to be able to achieve that over the last year. The wastewater plant also saw the successful compliance of a phosphorus startup limitations. We've made upgrades to both the North Broadway and Sand Creek lift stations. And our team has worked to produce or to purchase property at the Ohio Street lift station which uh, allows us future room for growth to better serve the northeast part of the city at that interstate interchange, so that we're prepared for that when it comes. We saw that opportunity, Superintendent Smith jumped on it. And the wastewater plant and staff under Superintendent Smith um, completed two successful Indiana Department of Environmental Management audits and repaired, replaced, outdated equipment. But then the fun fact of the day is they treated 1.3 billion gallons of wastewater last year. So that keeps them pretty busy 24-7, 365, and we couldn't be more proud of them for that. The water plant, which uh, as many of you know, began operations in late 2021, has produced over 840 million gallons of water since it went online, and with the much improved capacity, we've also been able to improve the quality, and our water treatment staff has worked to do that. Our staff has repaired 24 water main breaks over the last year, installed and repaired service lines, replaced hydrants, and have located or been a part of nearly 2,500 utility service (coughs) locates across the city. The new plant capacity is 6 million gallons a day. We currently run about 2.2 million gallons a day, which allows us that more time for uh, quality assurance and to slow down the process. In the new plant, we've also installed the powder-activated carbon, which is up and running, which reduces the past taste and odor issues that we have faced, and I'm glad glad to say since the new plant's been online, we've not had that issue. We also held the celebratory open house um, so that residents could see up close how we treat and distribute water to residents and businesses, and then late last year, we actually did bring on our bulk water fill station um, in front of the plant, which has sold 74,000 gallons of water so far. And in coordination with both water and wastewater, the utility office processed over 2,300 service orders, 62,000 payments, sold millions of gallons of water to industry and residents, and completed a new billing software upgrade as well. The software makes it easier for you to pay your utility bill, review that, Um, you can sign up for text reminders, pay through online, all of those different features, and we're still working through some more advancements of those. We did start a stormwater utility in 2022 um, to some fanfare and and some uh, question, I guess. Uh, But it was needed and it's set up to fund and repair our stormwater infrastructure, something that we don't really pay much attention to. And the stormwater utility did raise the funds necessary to complete its first project, which was a stormwater replacement, a storm sewer replacement that had failed over on North Street. And then we also did 27 inlet replacements uh, across the city. This was a joint effort between our city engineer, our street department and our utilities team, which helped reduce that out-of-pocket cost um, to complete the project. So stormwater is moving forward and we'll continue to make improvements as we uh, come across them and and part of our long-term capital improvement plan as well. Um, The utility staff um, in the office is always available Monday through Friday. If you have any questions, please feel free to reach out um, to them, They're, they're more than happy to help as well. So our city engineer, um, Ron May, also had a busy 2022. We issued uh, a lot of street cut permits. We reviewed those stormwater fee appeals. We created a geographic information system department, also GIS. I spoke about this a little bit, and Emily's husband, Jeff, actually uh, is in charge of that area for us. And GIS is operated under the engineer's uh, office now. That's a change we've made in the last year, but they really do work with all of our departments, um, public safety and the county. Um, to store, visualize, analyze, interpret geographic data that we use uh, to map sewers and water and utilities. Um, We do all of the addressing for the county through that um, department as well, so for 911 and emergency response. And our GIS program is now going to allow us to create an online citizen reporter tool which will allow residents to file concerns and complaints um, through this process that will locate it and we'll be rolling out this new and innovative tool um, in the near future. We've uh, been building it for quite a while and and trying to get it to work, and I think we're about there, so we're just gonna keep pushing um, for for that piece of our puzzle to be put in place. Other projects that the city engineers worked on in the last year includes uh, application for phase three of the funding for park road reconstruction, the completion of the pavilion at Pirate Park, and the reconstruction of streets, sidewalks, and crossings out around the North Park area. In coordination with our teammates, we've also worked to expand and work towards a citywide or improved multi-use system path and create a more pedestrian-friendly environment all under his office over the last year. One of the big items that we completed in 2022, and some of you helped us with this, was our comprehensive plan, which was overseen by the Building Planning Zoning office. The plan and the community input, which was done through open house sessions hosted by American Structure Point last year, lays out the direction for the city for the next seven to ten years. And this plan includes areas of growth, uh, services, the wants and needs of residents, and some housing opportunities that we see as coming. The comp plan is available on the city's website. If you'd like to review it, it's 60-some pages, but it's uh, got a lot of great information and it is something that we uh, do use. The building office has also begun the process that goes hand in hand with that of creating a unified development ordinance. A UDO brings uh, the existing ordinances related to development planning and zoning together in one updated comprehensive detailed ordinance that allows us to take it and work with developers and builders in a much easier fashion to say this is what you need to do in order to build in our community instead of sending them all over the ordinances and all over the different structures. This should really help us with that conversation when we talk to developers and builders and uh, it's, it follows the comp plan because you go through the comprehensive plan and then you develop an ordinance to help you fulfill the comp plan. So it really has been about a three-year project that we are sort of in the home stretch. And additionally, the building office has issued um, 157 permits for homes, projects, and business structures in the last year. A lot of times that number seems higher than you might um, realize, but they've done just the great work for us in that area. The code enforcement division of the building office also sent 441 violation letters to home and businesses for grass, junk vehicles, trash, um, regarding code infractions on their uh, property, and then they work with the bill or they work the building and the street department work together um, to oversee the mowing and cleaning up of properties. And in 2022, they did that more times than the two previous years combined. So they've taken a very very aggressive approach um, to code enforcement, and it's really this idea that we want to work with our neighbors, but we're emphasizing enhancing our appearance, um, health, safety of neighborhoods through code enforcement, and they've they've taken a very active role in that. So I just mentioned the street department helping with that. Um, they oversaw the microsurfacing and resurfacing of eight and a half lane miles of city streets last year, which includes the addition of curb ramps to make our sidewalks ADA uh, accessible. Um, road projects such as this are made possible through their submission of a community crossings matching grant and last year we received over half a million dollars from that process. And the city of Greensburg working with the Decatur County commissioners were awarded 7.7 million in federal funding for the park road reconstruction of phases one and two. Um, Truly a joint effort um, with the county and the city teams. The sanitation division of the street and sanitation department collected 7,200 cubic yards of trash and while that doesn't mean much to us, so let's put it into pounds, six and a half million pounds of trash uh, last year, um, just trash, not recycling, just trash um, from the city last year. Um, we also saw the largest amount of heavy trash ever collected during our May Heavy Trash Week. So we've restructured that a little bit. Um, we'll see what 2023 brings. In lockstep with the fire department, the street department has also secured funding um, for a new facility on the same campus on North Broadway near KB between there and the bypass. The construction of the new building will ensure that health and safety of our staff, keep expensive equipment out of the rain and snow, and allow for separate space for staff to work inside. And for the first time, and you'll remember me emphasizing this when I was here (coughs) last year. For the first time, we're giving our teammates, the appropriate restroom space they need um, to work together, lunch facilities, and space to thrive as a team. So I'm very proud of this. The city council, the board of works, and our teams have been unanimously supportive of this growth. I'm excited to see this project come to life. I'm excited for them to get moved into their new homes. And I would invite all of you now uh, to our open houses when those are um, online, which should be mid 2024. For 2023, the completion of our projects from 2022 really can display what our accomplishments as a team have been, but not only when we work together internally, but also externally with our state, local, and regional partners. We can see this in our nationwide success of the Make My Move program, our Accelerate Rural Indiana project using the $20 million in regional economic development initiative dollars through the state, also referred to as READY. Um, Those will bring improvements to our region, and in the upcoming weeks, months, um, we're gonna have multiple of these types of projects that kick off that are quality of life based, including new residential development groundbreakings, the street fire department complex, which I just mentioned. And we continue to build relationships um, to work to achieve greater results by partnering with others. After partnering with the Decatur County Commissioners on phase one and two, We applied again through NDOT in partnership with them for phase three of Park Road. The Park Road reconstruction project is something that I've championed since day one and will bring major improvements to that corridor uh, pedestrian safety, vehicular safety, lighting, drainage. To create a much safer corridor that connects our city park amenities and I think you're probably all aware that there's been a lot of discussion at the county about improvements to the Allen Memorial Pool. So that would be a, a great, another asset on that end, and connecting it all the way into downtown Greensburg. And on the other side of the city, we completed Pirate Park, which is the community green space and soccer complex that was identified in 2017. And we were awarded funds um, over the last couple years to complete that, the, we call it the Pavilion of Pirate Park, through the Indiana Destination Development Grant, the Greensburg Redevelopment Commission, Ready, and it really does help bring Greensburg into the future of sports tourism, We're excited to see what tournaments, events, festivals, and so much more can be used in the green space this year. If we move north and west in the city, we'll end up at North Park, which was in dire need of those improvements to uh, parking and, and drainage. Also we improved the sidewalks and crossings so that our kids and residents can use that large green space more securely for generations to come. We've also improved the lighting and provided signage, which makes it a more secure environment for those that want to use it. Through this partnership um, with NDOT, through CCMG, we also partnered with the Decatur County Parks to include additional improvements inside the park, and those have already be, been completed. One thing that I'm, I'm a big believer in is that we can f- have investment that follows investment. When you invest, more will follow. And in addition to the work that the Decatur County Parks Department did, the 2022 Mayor's Office interns um, selected North Park not persuaded by us or anyone in the office, they picked that location as where they wanted to see their community enhancement project go. Cole and Marissa, who were the two this year, thought outside the box and they came up with this idea to take out the tennis court parking lot and put in an outdoor game pad. So this is gonna include permanent cornhole, uh, permanent ping pong and a few others that will yet be installed this spring. I think March, they're, they're gonna be delivered in March Um, So they're on their way, but they will be there. It's kind of a bring-your-own-equipment style, like the Frisbee golf course and and others that are there. So as that was being announced, um, the Mayor's Youth Council, which is a new county-wide group of junior high through seniors from North, South, Greensburg, and St. Mary's, selected North Park as where they wanted to put their project as well. So they've seen the investments being made. They've taken um, the opportunity to apply for a statewide grant, which is not in the 2022 state of the address, but by the way, they have been awarded that. Um, so keep an eye out for that. And, and there's a great matching fund opportunity um, for them. But they've selected the to rehab the basketball court at North Park to make that a place that people want to be again. And this kind of leads me to my next point. And I know that the Rotary Club does this, but when we take time Um, to invest in our youth, bring them to the table to have a conversation, I believe we substantially increase the likelihood for continued involvement and investment in our community. I remain committed to welcoming them to the table um, to find roles that benefit the community and I would ask other organizations um, and community leaders to do the same. I think they've got a lot to offer. And we all work every day to encourage people to come to Greensburg and be a part of it. And I also work every day to encourage people to stay here or come back, um, whether that be immediately after school, after furthering their education or garnering a worldly experience. I want them to come back to Greensburg. So if we can get them to the table, um, have them be a part of the conversation earlier, and then I think that that really does pay great dividends for us. Speaking of attraction, again, we're trying to attract people and um, industry. I'm happy to announce that a project that's been on the books for 20 years um, has closed in on a completion date. And so the the Greensburg Municipal Airport should receive its new identification numbers um, yet this year. And this will allow us to grow and continue to work with our already corporate partners, but also work to attract more. I do often get the question of what's next for it. My, my piece is now we have to go use it. We need to be showing how that investment can further development in, investment in all of Decatur County and our region. And so that's, that's what's next, is we've got to use it to generate more investment. And that more investment conversation is exactly what the Greensburg Redevelopment Commission, often referred to as the RDC, does. And when I was sworn in mayor in 2020, there was a lot of discussion about housing. So we went to work right away on that. And the Redevelopment Commission members have stepped up to be leaders in that space, and I'm excited to share that we will see a spring groundbreaking this year for a new residential development on the north side of town along Veterans Way. And the Redevelopment Commission has been working with Beacon Homes to build mid-rate market rate, mid-market single family homes in the first new subdivision in the city in years. And the Redevelopment Commission has just truly been the best partner to help see that. This housing will give us an opportunity to continue to attract and retain by giving some more options in housing, new construction. And uh, I'm excited to see what they can do to help continue to make Greensburg the best place to live, work, and play. And and the Redevelopment Commission (laughs) has just been a rock star to help us with that. And I've spent a lot of time talking about the physical successes, but we've also got some to celebrate um, that we, we wanted to highlight in this short annual recap. But one of those really was um, the announcement that Honda achieved the North America 2022 Car of the Year for the exclusively produced in Greensburg Honda Civic Hatchback. And so we welcomed them to city hall. We did a civic day, but that's a big deal. That that information is spread all over the world and um, across North America that is touted and they're made right here in Greensburg and only here. We also worked with Visit Greensburg to celebrate the bicentennial. We helped host over 40 events and historical learning opportunities. We hosted our first concert series at the amphitheater, and citizens had the opportunity to partake in celebrations all year, thanks to the Visit Greensburg and and the Bicentennial team. And we also, um, at City Hall, we welcomed a new community partner Um, at the very end of the year. We welcomed the Indiana Drug Enforcement Association. They're a large law enforcement partner and leader in training, and they've relocated their headquarters to Greensburg and they were looking for space, they needed an office that they could use, and they were looking to be a partner with our law enforcement agencies, so we, we welcomed them to City Hall, and so we're excited to be home of IEDA for the foreseeable future, and uh, we're excited to have them as an active partner in our law enforcement and to help with the training and, and better exercising. By them being in our building and, and our agreement with them was that our teams could attend their trainings uh, for free to no cost or low cost, and so I'm hoping that that really helps incentivize more participation as well. Our team at the city has been out more um, in the last year than probably ever, and we've been working through those community safety cookouts, we've been visiting schools, Um, we did proclamations, we've done rotary proclamations as well, Um, we've attended all kinds of community fairs, conferences, meetings, festivals, And we're really out representing all of you across the state as well. Our teams do travel quite a bit to different things. Um, They're usually wearing the G and they're there to represent us as a city and as a community. And I enjoy that part of my job um, as well as being out representing the city. And then I also really love the part where we get together and I can hear your ideas and your thoughts. And I always encourage you to please share those and help us achieve what we're going to achieve in the next year. I think probably the the kind of closing thought here is our team working together is what makes our community really special and a great place to call home. And I was thinking about this the other day because you may not see the wastewater crew when they're out on Christmas uh, dealing with a sewer lift station. You may not see the water crew out in the middle of the night in February when it's very cold fixing a water main break. Um, You may not see the police department when they're responding to an overdose or a crime, maybe when we're at the football game or we're here at this meeting. You may not see the fire department responding to a house fire on the 4th of July. You may not see the street and sanitation department when they pick up your trash every Monday. And you sure as heck don't see all the work that happens at City Hall for the administrative, pay the bills, make sure all the documents are in place. Um, You may not get to see that, but I do and it's a great part of the team to be They're they're my team they're our team as a community and and i think we've just got a really great one that comes to work every day um, to be there on behalf of you and and i get to do that they get to do that um, but so much of their work goes unseen and so each year i make a commitment to remain committed to helping our community and our public safety connect I also make that improvement or that commitment to improving our public infrastructure, working to better our quality of life through community investments, and to make sure that that work's being done and shared with all of you, um, not only through this, but through our social media channels and other types of communications. Our partners in the media do a great job of sharing that success um, as well. And I stand before you today um, committed to do that once again, because the state of our city is strong. And I'm fortunate that I've had all of your support over the last three years. I'm looking forward to an incredibly successful and fantastic 2023 right here in Greensburg, Indiana. Thank you everyone.